Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Touchdown, Zlatan. Or Zlatan. Zlatan? Zlatan. Zlatan. Yeah. Zoltan. This is the MLS UK show. Smooth start. Welcome along. Episode six already. What is happening? MLS UK show is back. My name is Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. Let's do it. Week six. Let's go. What a weekend of MLS action. We'll be looking at some of the other matches that have been slightly overshadowed this week. By the LA Derby. Wow. What an absolute spectacle that was. We'll be chatting to Michelle, who writes for MLS Female. She was at the game. So we'll get a nice insight as to that. And, of course, we look at fantasy football every week. Whose team did better? Mine or Elliot's? Probably his again. And we'll look ahead to this week's action as well. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. Oh, what a weekend of MLS football. I sat on my sofa on Saturday and I was just like, this is what we need. This is the perfect advert for it. I mean, over here in the UK, when Zlatan, or sorry, Zoltan, as an LA news reporter <laughs> called him. What is that? Uh, I don't know. But, like, we were, we were sat here, like, we were texting each other going, oh, my God, as if he's done that. And then on Twitter, like, MLS does it. It gets, a, a, it gets some coverage, but it doesn't get as much as we'd like it to. Mm. Zlatan scoring, it was all over Twitter. You know, you, people were just in awe of this man. What a start. 
It was it was incredible. The, my issue with this is you just mentioned the the LA news reporter who struggled to say his name, got it all wrong. This is what we're up against. Let's just like take a, a moment to stop. And if you're if you're in America um, or you're listening in Canada, we're not having a go. We're not laughing. But this is the reality of it, isn't it? We're yeah. here in the UK and we're trying to spread the word. We're trying to say, look, we've been we've been over there. We've seen games and it's incredible. We're trying to spread the word and show people that this is the league you need to be watching. Yet someone in LA can't even say Zlatan on the news. I know. Well, it would be the same here with, I don't know, NFL, like Tom Bradbury for the New England uh, uh, Pirates. Teal, Teal Bunbury. <laughs> yeah. So it may be the same over here with, uh, you know, American sports. But, yeah, they'll learn to know who Zlatan is. We all know that. You'll have no choice whatsoever. Yeah. Absolutely no choice. Um, I want to controversially leave the LA Derby, El Trafico, if you will. One-way Trafico. Am I right? Am I right? Well, it's a game of two halves. It was. Uh, I want to leave it to last. Yep. Because uh, our guest, Michelle, uh, who writes for MLS Female, is going to be joining us um, in a little while to chat all about that. And I'm really excited because she was there. She can talk us through the atmosphere, what it was like when when that Zlatan goal went in. I'm really excited to chat to her, um, but let's just box off everything else, all the other action first. Where do you want to start? Well, let's start right at the beginning. Friday night football. I love Friday night MLS football because we do a radio show that finishes at 10pm here in the UK. So we get home and like I live further away from the studio than you, so I get home at like 11 o'clock. So I'm kind of still in the down sort of time after work when there's a match at 1 o'clock in the morning. I love it. So Toronto FC... Well done, Toronto. First goal, first points, 3-1 against Real Salt Lake. Toronto with an actual victory. Yeah, so uh, Giovinkovo tried his best. He wanted to prolong their uh, scoreless start to the season. And I tell you what, we joke about uh, Raimondo being about 74 years old. but He's, he's, he's actually a 97. Uh, 97, sorry. But Giovinco, and, a, and a half. Giovinco, I bet he can't wait for Raimondo to retire because he saved the penalty last season as well. And the thing about this, to be fair with Giovinco, it was actually a good penalty. If uh, Raimondo had gone the wrong way, you'd have been like, oh, what a penalty, right in the corner, no chance. He's, for a a 102-year-old, he's very, uh, you know, nimble. He's like a cat. I do hope I'm that agile when I'm 136. I really do. Um, let's, Let's talk about Gio for a second, right? I know it's a. Uh, he's one of the best players in the league. Yeah, he's in the. I feel like the arrival of LAFC has maybe knocked him down the pecking order a little bit. Would we say top five strikers in the league now? Because um, it's difficult, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Um, there's some. There's some really, really big talents uh, up front across some of the teams. Uh, Gio, though, if he scores the penalty, he's off and running, and and the season's finally underway. Missing that and then not stepping up for that second pen. I don't want to make too much of a drama of this because he's going to go on. He's going to score 15, 20 goals a season, probably more. And like this isn't a massive drama. But should he have taken that second penalty and said, no, it happens now. I am scoring this goal. Um, It's a tough one. I think maybe later on in the season when Toronto have had a few more victories and the kind of established in the league. Because we can't forget that Giovinco, he scored on Tuesday night uh, in the Champions League. He has been doing well in the Champions League for Toronto. So it's not as if he's completely off the boil. However, I, I, I think if it was later on in the season, Gio would have took that second penalty. Who knows? He may not even take them anymore because Altidore scored. 
But I think it was just right. Let's just get off the mark this season. Our first goal, uh, Altidore scored. Put it in exactly the same place as well. That must be so annoying for Giovinco. Annoying for Ramondo as well. I mean, I suppose his memory's not so good at 165, <laughs> but, uh, you know, good on him. Uh, yeah, so Josie, Josie gets two. Uh, Ricketts put the game beyond doubt. But can we just talk about the RSL goal? Corey Baird, that is an absolutely stunning finish. I love that goal. Yeah, and the camera angle was just right yeah. for it. If it was on the other side, you'd have been like, oh, maybe a goalkeeper could have got it. Uh, but... What a, it was, it was perfect. Just the camera angle right behind. He just curls it around the defender, and it got them back in the game. The thing is, we we saw the the Portland goal uh, last week, which was a curling effort. Uh, we could talk about Carlos Vela a little bit later on. Another brilliant top corner strike. This was I like these more in a way. They don't look as spectacular, but. The ball, the ball curls just as much as it would if it was going to go in the top corner around the keeper, but just along the floor. I, lo- I love that finish. So yeah. nice. Uh, and unfortunately for Baird, that if it weren't for Ibrahimovic, like last week we did a goal of the week sort yeah. of poll on our Twitter. This week there's no point because it's going to be Ibrahimovic. We could, I suppose we could do like a best of the rest because there were quite a few really good goals. It's like when you can put a bet on, do you know like the Formula One and it's like, Who's going to win? And but they take Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian <laughs> yeah. Vettel like out of the out of the running. Yeah, we know who's going to win. We know who's going to get goal of the week. But who's going to win second place? Yeah, best uh, best of the best of the rest. But uh, Baird, he's, he came off the bench. He, t- last two games, he's come off the bench, so uh, he'll be pushing for a start against uh, Vancouver in the next game. Toronto points on the board. Finally, next game. Um, if we're doing it in order. I guess we're going to have to go to Orlando City, finally. <laughs> yes! Getting their first win of the season. Sorry, just get in, finally. This match. Allow me this. This match was an incredible match. Get in! Until an hour later, two hours later, when LA, <laughs> LA Galaxy, LAFC happened. This was incredible, but it's been overshadowed. Like, this is one of the games of the season. <laughs> But it, now it's been overshadowed by the LA Derby. One thing I will say before we go into this. Yeah. Get in! Oh, here we Finally! Go. Atlanta won as well, by the way. Um, Who? So, uh, Orlando coming from behind as well, twice. Get in! 1-0 down. Sorry, stop now. I'm getting yeah. a bit hot. <laughs> yeah, quiet. Header, header at the back post. Uh, from... Can I ask you about that goal? Yeah. The, fir- the first goal of the game, New York Red Bulls. Now... I sat down to, to watch this game, and we've said before, we try not to talk too much about Atlanta and Orlando because they're our teams, but I feel like we, we, have, we actually haven't really. Um, so I sat down to watch this game thinking, right, Dwyer's back. The excuses are beginning to have to stop now. The, the fitness, the squad is maybe at like 80, 85, 90% fitness now. Yeah. So what's going to happen here? And I, I was like, I know Red Bulls are a good side. They've played really well at home. But you, you, every week you can't go. Oh well, I suppose you know. I suppose we probably won't win this because it's X, Y, Z. There has to be a point where you're like, no, we're going to win a game. And when that first goal went in, I was so angry. Yeah, I was so angry. And then I watched it again, and I thought, I don't know if there's much we could have. It's a giveaway, but still, it's a great cross. It's a great cross. Maybe the marking at the uh, the far post should have been a bit better. Um... Yeah, it was a good it was a good goal for New York Red Bulls. Uh, Orlando got back in it with an absolute. Uh, we've discussed this. Sweaty in the UK, we call these goals sweaty goals on FIFA, just because you know 
Johnson, two yards out, put it in. Uh, moving on. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Bias aside, question against his old team, yeah. finds Miram. Miram, right, what I loved about this goal is I've watched the highlights so much, but I only noticed it today. Miram gives a cheeky little look to Dom Dwyer, who's on the penalty spot. And it's, I, until I noticed that, I thought, ah, oh, this is a good goal. When I saw that cheeky little look, pulls all the defenders towards Dom Dwyer. I was like, yes, that is a great goal. Oh, well, to be fair, when you've got Johnson and Dwyer in the box, if I was a defender, I'd probably go towards Dwyer. <laughs> uh, so 1-1. One, one, and uh, and then New York Red Bulls, who made, what, six changes to the side? You know, rested a lot of the players. Shut up. BWP were on the bench. Um, you know, no Royer, no Mjol. Uh, they rested a lot of the players, so uh, you know, credit to New York Red Bulls for getting 2-1 in the lead. Uh, you know, well done for scoring three <laughs> Listen goals. Listen to it. As well. Uh, no, 2-1, Etienne Jr. threw on goal. Good finish. On, uh, Great do ball. You, do you think, right, with all three of the New York Red Bulls goals, do you think Bendit could have done a lot better with all of them? Not on the second one. Really? I think it's a great ball. He comes out. I mean, how often do we see keepers have it put through their legs? It's like, Bendit's a great shot stopper. He's it's been put through his legs. The third goal is he's got to it and he's not kept it out. No, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so on the second goal. And it's a great ball. Yeah, it is a fantastic ball. Maybe because we've bend it with, like you said, he's a great shot stopper. We've been uh, we've we've watched him and he's done so well in a in a struggling Orlando team. Mm, he's he's shone uh, more than the other players. So maybe we expect a bit more from him. So uh, you know that was two uh, one and then. The return. You were so excited. Dominic Dwyer! Your phone wallpaper. This is how sad you are. <laughs> it actually is. Yours is Dom but, Dwyer. But look, when I get a notification, look what happens. You get it right across his face. You can't see it. As well, right? So I noticed this. You think you can get away with this? On your Facebook page before, it, one of them, uh, I don't know, them memes come up where it's like, tag the person who's your wallpaper. And you tagged Dom Dwyer yeah. in it. You're such a loser. Mate, the other day you said to me, "I've not seen him cut cut the mustard. I've not seen yeah. him do it." There you go. All right, proved yeah. you wrong. No, he did. He did. And that his second goal, first goal was a bit debatable. You admitted that on Twitter. Um, however, I I just think that goalkeepers, when it's the goalkeeper going up against a striker, in particular from a corner, goalkeepers get too much protection. Mm. It's ridiculous, especially and, in the Premier League, especially yeah. uh, throughout the English leagues. To be honest, it's so annoying, especially when you, you especially when your team's playing and the cross comes up and the goalkeeper just needs to. He just needs to go near it and go, oh no, I have been pushed over, and the referee goes free kick. It's yeah. so annoying. So I'm glad that. Uh, it actually a striker got something uh, for once, but I, I when I saw the goal go in, I uh, I assumed it was going to be chalked off. I, I just thought, well, keeper's gone down under pressure. It, that that's not going to count. So I was obviously as an Orlando fan, I was really pleased. But actually, just in general, I, I was really pleased. And I think my my argument, my counter argument was, if Robles put that amount of pressure on Dom Dwyer. When Dwyer had the ball, would it have been a penalty? Probably not. Yeah. Um, so, we'll take the goal. Okay. Well, he's, uh, Dwyer's second goal. And this is what your wallpaper is. He's, yeah. you know, he's, he's volley. It, and I'll give Dwyer this. And I did say that. We was in the car the other day and I said, you know, Dwyer hasn't really... I've never seen Dwyer properly do it. At Orlando, know. to be fair. At Orlando, yeah. Sporting KC was on it. Yeah. So, um he he did perform, and that goal, the the finish, 
to get his foot and his leg over the ball like that from the throw-in, New York Red Bulls must be fuming, absolutely fuming uh, with with this with the defending because the throw-in has just been thrown into the box. Can't be offside from a throw-in. Of course, and Dwyer's just ran onto it and gone, all right, I'll just shoot. And to get his leg over the ball and volley it into the far bottom corner, uh, you said as well before that you felt Rob Les could have maybe done better with it. Mm. However, my argument with this is it's such a difficult technique he must be thinking, right... He's not going to score that. Yeah, oh, Dwyer's going to volley it and it's going to go in the top corner. Mm. So he's stood up and it's gone down into the bottom corner. What a finish. 3-2. So before, uh, when we said about the first goal, you said you were livid. You felt yeah. that enough excuses are over for yeah. Orlando. When New York Red Bulls equalised, Bendick should have done better from the header. We've yeah. accepted that. What was going through your head as an Orlando fan? Uh... I'd already messaged you and said we're not holding on to this. <laughs> I'd already said there's no way we're holding on to this lead. Um, it almost just became, it was almost standard. It was expected that we were going to concede because of the the terrible form that we've been in last season, this season. Um, wasn't surprised. Ball launched. It's not the first time we've suffered from a set piece this season. I was annoyed, but also just kind of expected it, to be honest. So I then got a notification on my phone and it went 4-3 and I thought, oh, they can't, they cannot let this slip now. Coleman with his first goal, he didn't well, know much we, about are it. We, are we giving it to Coleman? <laughs> he took, got the last touch, so I guess uh, he got it too. He looked great, by the way, Coleman. Um, looked really, really good on the ball. But Scott Sutter, I, th- I feel like we should we should be pleased for Scott Sutter as a an English stroke Swiss Rep, half <laughs> repping the uh, yeah. the MLS UK show, um, great strike uh, straight off the trading pitch. He's he's picked out Coleman's uh, right cheek and the, on, the one on his face, and uh, and yeah, great finish. It was. He came back into the game. He didn't play against NYC, did he? So he's come back into the game, back into the team, and uh, and got well assisted the winner. Um, and Orlando held on four three. Is Rob this... Les should have done better. Oh, just kidding. No, no. <laughs> um, is this the start of something for Orlando now? Before the season, you said this is the season. We both agreed that Orlando have been in the league a few years now. They've mm. never been really anywhere close to the playoff. This is the season with not, the players. Not this is the season. This has to be the season. So is this the start now for, for your boys? You've got Portland, Philadelphia and San Jose to come. There's points in there. There's three really winnable games. Mm. Uh Colorado coming up as well. I think I like the character. I like that they came back. I like that, that it was a never say die attitude. We just need to. St- it's not even the defending. I mean, you're gonna con- in MLS. You're gonna concede from free kicks and set pieces and whatever. But we just look so nervous early on. We try and play out of the back. We try and pass it from defense to midfield. I would rather just see us lump it forward. If you know, while these while these players are gelling, get, learning to play together, I'd rather just see us, you know, play safely because um, we're giving the ball away too close to our own goal, and it's and it's our downfall. So maybe just need to gel a little bit more. We're going to see over the next few games. I think after these three games that you've mentioned, we're going to have a lot uh, a much clearer picture of this Orlando side. Okay, well, Red Bulls. Uh, we're recording this before their match against Guadalajara in the well Champions said. League. Thank you. I've actually spell it. Uh, I can't spell it because I've actually spe- put it on the sheet. Did you as put G W A D? 
Yeah-A-L-A-H-A-R-A. Incredible. Uh, so good luck to them. Uh, hopefully they can win like Toronto did, but Red Bulls are having a bit of a break wow. from MLS now. And so... You can't beat Orlando City. I don't know. <laughs> uh, sure, the six players they rested will come back into the side. Can I just say as well, get in! Oh, Red Bulls having a bit of a break uh, while they do Champions League. Ooh, Champions League. Which game should we talk about next, Elliot? Um, let, right, okay. Off the back of you, giving it the beans. Oh, we arrested six players. Let's talk about Atlanta, who couldn't score their own goal against Minnesota. <laughs> Huge that was di- Right, when you say Minnesota v Atlanta, in your mind, it's just that classic game from last March. Yeah. The snow, it was unbelievable. I, I love that spectacle. The fact that that game went ahead was just bonkers, to be honest mm. with you. Um much is a very different story. Uh, well, it wasn't because Atlanta won, but uh, I must admit... Didn't even score. <laughs> after, I must admit, after three minutes when the own goal went in, Atlanta went 1-0 up. Really unlucky for Minnesota, I've got to say. Uh, I was <laughs> expecting Atlanta to go on and and win comfortably. It didn't quite happen. Uh, Gonzalez Perez got sent off. Can we talk about Gonzalez Perez? Yes. I said to you after the Houston match, I know it was a it was a terrible day for most players in an Atlanta shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh but Gonzalez Perez I thought was especially poor. Yeah. Re- like really really bad uh, against Houston. This is just stupid. Why is he getting sent off for like a second yellow for something like this? They're winning the game. What's he doing? Defend him. I can't, I can't and I was really disappointed with, you know, with that, because as I said, Atlanta were comfortable. I, I felt they, you know, they could have gone on and won the game. And obviously, with having a defender sent off, you've got to then play a bit defensive. And it kind of it didn't quite kill the game, but you know, it's too early to do that. But it's still, it it kind of killed it a bit. Um, I'm sure Atlanta would just be happy to get away with a one nil win. Um, you know, Minnesota brought. I do joke about it being you know five or six nil. Minnesota were not going to concede that many goals just because the defenders that they were forced to change for the New York Red Bulls game they brought back into the team. Yeah. So they were stronger at the back. I think they're a much better team this season than than last season, taking in a lot of what happened at the end of the season rather than the start. So I think I think when Atlanta look back on this game at this end of the season, I think they'll think that was a good three points. That. What's the kit all about? The peach kit. It's good. I like it. Peach clashes with red. What What are you doing? Um, does it really? Yes, clashes with Houston more than red. No, clash as in like you wouldn't wear red and peach in an outfit. Together. Oh right, no, you wouldn't. But would you wear peach in an outfit? <laughs> if I, you know, if well, I, exactly. if I took your suit shopping now, would you buy a peach suit? Well, no, not when it's associated with your dirty club. Well, my dirty club have uh, won last three and are smashing it. We've also, um, we have one of the founding members of Atlanta United listen to the podcast. So um, hello to you, sir. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> uh, and uh, oh, and actually, we should mention the Atlanta-Orlando situation. We're, we're being friends at the minute. Yeah, Atlanta, you know, money to burn. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, it was pretty cool what Atlanta did donating the uh, the money. Uh, to the the cars and uh, obviously you know MLS rivalries put aside so that's pretty cool yeah so uh, for people who don't know about this um, one of the Orlando City um, members of the wall the famous wall at Orlando City Stadium uh, called Miguel sadly passed away after a traffic accident 
and uh, Atlanta United uh, actually donated as a club, donated to the cause, and uh, they paid the remainder that they were looking for for, for Miguel's funeral. So uh, nice touch, Atlanta United. Very, very good. Very nice. Um, let's hope they're feeling as charitable when we go to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Nope. <laughs> right. Who are we looking at next? Uh, I want to talk about Columbus because Kai Kamara goes back to his old club. And he was he he was not feeling uh, charitable, should we no, say? No, uh, you'd be ex- you would well you'd be excused for forgetting this game actually happened because it happened to be on at the same time as LA Galaxy v LAFC. However, it did happen. Columbus went one 0 up. Zardes again. He's he's farming. Right place, right time though. Keeper yeah. spilled it straight to him. But that, th- to be fair, that's that's four goals already for Zardes. Yeah, which, uh, how many did he get for LA Galaxy last year? Uh, uh, about, uh, none. None, so uh, he's already <laughs> smashing it this season. Um, but then Vancouver came back and won the game 2-1. Of course, Kamara, uh, he's, he was always going to score, wasn't he? Always going to score. It's always going to happen. Good goal as well. Yeah, very good goal. Uh, Shea with the first as well. Shea scoring his second of the season. Nice finish for a wing-back, that. Yeah, um, which you find in MLS a lot more than the, the Premier League. In the Premier League, I can only think of maybe Marcus Alonso for Chelsea, who, who is a regular goal scorer, but we're finding a lot uh, in MLS that the wing-backs, and this is why we, we love MLS, is because the wing-backs get up and down, it's very attacking-minding, they, they do score goals. Next game. Chicago fire Portland Timbers. <sighs> First point for Chicago. This is the headline. Yes, I watched this game. Uh, it was on Sky Sports here in the UK. And can I just say, the the last few podcasts, I have been raving about Blanco. And I'm sorry, everyone knows Blanco's a good player. It's not exactly, exactly like... You've uncovered this it, this hidden talent. Yeah, but I just think with um, Valeri in the team, he, he kind of gets overshadowed a bit, does Blanco. And the pass for the first goal, I was watching it. I was like, yes. What a pass. He, the, 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 the awareness to take the ball, he got it, turned, and then Valeri was just free. He'd, he'd drawn the man out. He, he'd run from over there. He was He's just a brilliant player. I love him. And the header as well. He's he's one of my favourite players in the, in the whole league, and that's including Atlanta players. Three of Portland's four goals this year have come from Blanco. I'm not surprised. Can um, I have a question? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a recurring question. Yeah. Where's Fernando Adi and what is he doing? Uh, not much, I don't think. Thanks. <laughs> next, next, that, that'll do. Um, I've, I've said my piece. Um, Chicago, what's going on with Chicago? Yeah, Chicago. Well, Chicago creating chances. Nikolic scored again. And I, I, in my opinion, I thought it was a, a fair result of draw. It's uh, another comeback. That's, yeah. that's a good way to look at it. But they, they've got to start getting some points on the board. They do. Uh, I mean, they've got the crew at home on Saturday and then LA Galaxy the week after. So, And then New York Red Bulls after that and Toronto. So the, the games aren't very, you know, they're not uh, very easy for them. Um, Schweinsteiger came back and you can just tell Schweinsteiger, he plays a sort of quarterback role. He, he does dictate what they do. Makes and things happen. Yeah, it's no surprise that the two games he's played this season, uh, the SKC game, famous game at the start of the season where they were down uh, 2-0 and he, he grabbed control of it. He kind of did the same this week as well, got them uh, you know, an equaliser. 
But it's just, I just feel they just sort of switch off a bit and they, they're kind of leaving it too much to Schweinsteiger. Mm. You mentioned SKC. I we said in last week's podcast, if you're if you're a betting guy or girl, <laughs> SKC is is where you put your money. I did that this weekend. I said there'll be at least three goals in the Sporting KC match. Yeah. Uh, well, it was a good start. Gutierrez again scoring after three minutes. Yep. Own goal, but you know whatever. Well, um, and that's it. Yeah, and then it ended 1-0. So it's as if at, in the Atlanta game and the, the SKC game, they've they've been listening to the podcast. We know what we say about nil-nils, and they've gone, right, should we just agree, everyone? Just let's get a goal in the first three minutes, and then we can start the game, because we don't want to be... Yeah. has to be an own goal, though. Right, well, let's new rule. No own goals. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, well, we'll see if you uh, we'll see if you still do that if Orlando win at the weekend thanks to an own goal. Any win, well, I'll take anything, <laughs> absolutely anything. Um, Badgy for Colorado, what a start! Hat trick, yeah, he scored a hat trick. He scored last week as well. What a start! That's all I can say. Like if, four if it, goals in three games. I was disappointed with Philly for a team that were unbeaten. They looked really poor at the back. Mm. Um, not didn't look organised, didn't look up for it, didn't look like they were. You get these games in MLS where teams almost just turn up and go right. Well, let's just let's just get through this. Let's just get through this and get get to next week. Um, yeah, unimpressed with the Union. Yeah, well, they've got San Jose at home next week, and then uh, the easy looking fixture of Orlando. So they've got points to come. <sighs> Give it a rest. <laughs> Right, New England Revolution, another win. Um, so that's two wins now and after the draw against New York City last week. Uh, Brad Fiedel's finding this managerial lack pretty easy, isn't he? Yeah, well, I mean, we said, said it all along. Yeah, we we had every confidence, didn't we? Yeah, we didn't say that they'd have a slow start and, and whatever. And that he looked like Herman Monster. <laughs> yeah, still, um, still can't get used to him. Do you know manager. how with the whole Zlatan thing, everyone's like, oh, MLS is, isn't a retirement home anymore? Look at Demarcus Beasley. What was that? He's let them down. He's let Houston down. And this was a big game for Houston, I felt. Obviously, they had the win against Atlanta, and then they kind of have sort of stalled a bit. And this is a great chance for them to get a bit of form. And Dem- he, looked, he looked old and past it. He was chasing back. He didn't have the pace. And he's, he's brought down... He's the last man. He's brought him down, cleaned for on goal, and got himself sent off. And... From that point on, you stand much, much, much less of a chance of getting anything from this game, which is already going to be tough. Yeah, and uh, Bunbury with a goal, so well done to him. Nice finish. And uh, Penila with his first of the season. So a good win for New England. They've got Montreal at home and FC Dallas at home. So suddenly, after losing the first game 2-0, having two men sent off, seven points from three games... Much better. Got a response. That's what I said. They need a response and they got it. They did. Right. So next, San Jose Earthquakes versus New York City. San Jose announced their friendly with Manchester United at the Levi Stadium in July this week. They are going to get smashed. Yes. I think the only thing for San Jose in this game is that it's uh, soon after a World Cup. So obviously Man United's players are going to be quite tired. Uh, But for now, New York City, another game where they score two goals five yeah. games ten goals yeah do you know what uh it is difficult as it is for me to say as an orlando fan they look like they can just get a result they look like they can go anywhere and get a result um the top of the eastern conference 13 points 
My only concern, there was a goal from Tinnerholm and then a deflected winner. I mean, when it's going for you, it's going for you. It's 13 points from 15 games. Yeah, I mean, who else would have a... You must be poor when you're having deflected winners. Yeah. Um, Tinnerholm, shout out to the New York City social media team this week because they put the uh, Titanic, you know, Celine Dion music to Tinnerholm scoring, which is quite funny. Uh, and a, a good win, they came, you know, they came from behind. And um, it shows that, you know, Paddy V, my boy, he, he's my boy this week. I say I call somebody my boy every week. Paddy V's my boy this week uh, just because he's doing so well. And this could be the season that New York City really challenged for MLS Cup. So so credit to New York City. Uh, they've got a bit of a break now and then they play RSL. So they've got time after playing five games in five weeks. They've got time to rest, uh, which could, if you think about it, that could actually be a bad thing for them because the momentum's there they've got a, a, a they're not playing this week maybe Patrick Vieira Paddy V is like mm, can we bring the game forward can RSL just play two games this week um, David Villa travelled to San Jose warmed up but didn't play no there's something going on there do you reckon when Villa was injured last season uh, when he was on international duty with Spain it was almost like there was a big sort of panic and a big, almost like a big cover up. Like he's gonna, no, he's gonna be fine. He's fine. Everything's fine. Don't worry. Don't don't worry. Don't panic. Sort of very keen to make sure that everyone knows. Oh, it's only just a little, little injury. But that's the last three games that he's missed. Hmm. Interesting. I've not I've not looked at it like that. And maybe because they have been doing so well, you kind of think, oh, we're doing all right without him. It's not a, a big concern. Yeah. But I don't know. I I think I. I'm not as much of a conspiracy theorist as you on this one, so I I think he's he's just got a little knock, and yeah, maybe because of his age, they think if he was to say, oh, he's got a knock, but he's he's you know maybe people will look and go, well, he's getting on a bit, maybe this is the end of mm. David Villa, so perhaps it's that. We'll have to see when uh, they've got a break now, like I said, so they'll have to see will he come back against RSL, but like we said with Tajuri, is he going to get in the team? Probably, but <laughs> imagine. Sorry, mate. <laughs> you're not. You're not required anymore. Um, final game before we talk about the LA derby. Seattle still without a point. No points. No goals. Free sendings off though. So uh, this one though was a bit harsh. Did you see this one? What an absolute shocker! It's... Do you think it was harsh? The sending off? Yeah. No way. He's the guys pushed him, and he's kind of just. He's just flicked his hand out. No, it was a slap round the face, like off a soap opera. No, no. You uh, can't raise your hand. They are the rules. No, I'm not having it. I thought it was soft. And you, the fact you, that he went VAR... You was... can't raise your uh, raise your hand to someone's face. They, they are the rules. He's slapped him across the face like a girl. I don't think he slapped him that... You're, you're making it out like it. Yeah, soap opera where it's like... Ah! Like that. I don't think it's that. It's not that bad. It was just a little... He's pushed him and he's kind of flicked up. Can't raise your hand. Red card. Yellow. I'd give it a yellow. Red card. Can't raise your hand. Yellow. Um, Red. It didn't help Seattle. But Seattle's discipline. Now, whether it was a red card or not... It was a red. That's three sendings off in the first three games now. They've just, they're showing... The LAFC game, we were like, wow, okay. LAFC are good. Didn't really focus on Seattle. Now I'm thinking, what is happening? What is going on? Do they even want it? Are they even up for it? Um, Piatti just danced around the defence. Mm. Um, sorry, danced, as you would say. Yeah. Uh, Vargas has put it away. And they've just they've offered nothing. 
They got no points. They've scored no goals. I don't know what's going on. It's like LA last year, but worse. Yeah, I mean, I know Seattle have had a, you know, they've got a few injuries, but even so, you'd expect them. The teams who got to the MLS Cup final last year, they've got to be showing more. You know, they've got a squad there that a few injuries shouldn't meet. It shouldn't. And look at the teams they've played. LAFC was their first game. FC Dallas, you know, FC Dallas have started quite well. They've been playing well, but still, they made FC Dallas look like Real Madrid. And Montreal, Mon- I'm not taking anything away from these teams because they've all played well, but it's not as if they've been playing Toronto, New York City and Atlanta. Do you know what? They, they win a- the games where I'm sure last season they would have won. So, yeah, they've got injuries, but you can't use that as an excuse. This is poor from Seattle. Very poor. Um, hey, Henry. Yeah? Shall we talk about the other game that happened um, I can't think. What was the other? Uh, well, basically, there's like two LA teams, and they like they met up and just had a little bit of a kick around. Oh, oh, right. And that guy who who flew over, he, he... Zoltan. Zoltan, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can talk about that. All right. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk Zoltan and the Galaxy in El Tráfico next. MLS UK show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. We need to talk about the LA Derby, El Trafico, and I don't feel like I can do it justice because I just sat on my sofa in the middle of England and got a little (laughs) bit excited when Zlatan came on. We need somebody who was actually there. So, Michelle, welcome to MLS UK Show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, uh, You're very welcome. We're very excited to have you. Um, Just just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got into soccer before we talk about this derby. I actually got into soccer because in 2005, a friend took me to the uh, 4th of July game. It's the Independence Day for the U.S. And so um, he invited me with his with his family um, because they it was their tradition. And so they invited me and there was nothing like anything I experienced before with the energy that was there at the stadium. It was just, you know, there's so many people and... I, of course, you know, know about soccer and I, and I had been, you know, interested in it, but I never really sat and watched a game, even on television. My cousins were all into basketball and, and American football. And so your heart just feels it. And I knew that this was the sport for me. And I had gone to, yeah, since 2005 till now. Uh, so, Michelle, you've said there that you've been watching the Galaxy for quite a while. Um, you know, the game at the weekend, where does that rank in all the all-time games that you've seen? Where does the weekend's game rank for you? Oh, this weekend's game stole the show, um, I have to say. I mean, it's it's number one. I still can't stop thinking about it. Everybody's still tweeting about it and talking about it. And um, it is. I mean, I've I've, like I said, been with the Galaxy, so I... I saw them win the 2011, 2012, 2014 uh, MLS Cup. And, you know, you your team is behind and then they come back. But the LA Galaxy fans, I have to hand it to them. They really didn't get quiet, even though we were down those goals. Um, but being there at that stadium in this game, I mean, Sebastian Legit scored his goal in the 61st minute. And that brought us back. And that brought the energy back. And that got everybody's like hopes coming up, like maybe this is the start of something. And then when Chris Pontius got it in, we were like, okay, this is phenomenal. We can actually do this. 
now it's time for Zlatan. Like, <laughs> let's talk about Zlatan. Uh, in terms, yes, Zlatan. In terms of um, impact, is this the biggest impact a player has had in MLS on his debut? On his debut, I mean, yes, I have to, I have to say yes. I mean, there were three hundred and thirty three thousand tweets that day. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, this was this was the game heard all around the world, um, and then even in that stadium. I mean, it wasn't just, it wasn't just that he scored. It was that he scored like when, when like to, to, to level the game. Um, he was 40 yards out, um, when he scored that goal. And I mean, it was just incredible. Yeah. I, I, I honestly think there's only two other players in the whole world who could have had an impact and done what he he did. And one plays for Real Madrid and one plays for Barcelona. Like it was oh, written well, in the stars. Yeah. <laughs> it was written in the it was written in the galaxy. I mean, for for you personally now, looking forward at, at what sort of an impact he obviously he's had his debut. I know you've said he could be the missing piece of the puzzle, but I mean, what your where you think LA Galaxy could finish this season uh, two weeks ago compared to now? What's the difference? Good question. So, I mean, I I, I definitely know that we can make it to the playoffs now. Um, I mean, Zlatan is Zlatan, and he and he wants to win. But like you said, with our with our defense um, and even our offense, without him on the pitch, like um, as, as capable as Pontius and um legit are like in and obviously Ola Kamara you gotta you gotta get those guys the ball and so I kind of feel feel like the the galaxy um can be predictable when they're playing when I when I'm watching them in the first half and I see them you know we always do really well in set pieces but um I mean set pieces are not exactly the ideal way that you want to score either but um definitely you know we kept playing to the right. We kept getting the ball over um, to Felsher and, and that was a good tactic, but it was like, they couldn't play the ball through the middle. And so I feel like we've got to tighten it up. We've got to be able to have our guys um, have almost like a te- telepathic chemistry. Cause I watch other teams and I see how everybody reads each other. Um, we've got to, we've definitely got to be able to step that up. If we're, if we're expected to go, um, win the Western Conference to win the semifinal and then to ultimately get to the cup. We've got to be able to... There's there's other moving pieces in the puzzle that need to fit for him to work. Yeah, I mean, one thing that, that strikes me about Zlatan, I think Ronaldo is, is known worldwide for being... Uh, confident shall we say is that a generous generous way to put it uh Zlatan yes. <laughs> Zlatan I think is on a much more likable level I think if you actually sat him down and said come on he would dress down a little bit and he would say yeah yes. yeah I, I am I am joking I'm joking um but I, yes. I love imagine going through life with Zlatan's confidence I mean the things he said <laughs> the things he said on arrival the way he announced his arrival the things he said in press conferences before and after the game you know to then go on the pitch and and back it up I think is is incredible I actually got a little bit emotional when when he scored I don't know why I'm not an LA fan Zlatan's <laughs> never played for any of my teams I, I have no reason but I just thought what a story this is incredible how much can can that carry LA Galaxy through I mean you've got big personalities in in the team anyway with Alison mm-hmm. Drini and, and Ashley Cole etc how much can that Zlatan belief and confidence how far can that take you well, like I said, when I first 
you know, was hearing that he was coming here. I was not, I was not on the wagon. And then when I went to the press conference, um, you know, he, yeah, you're right. Zlatan really does have this, uh, you know, he, he actually said that people, people who don't understand him say he's arrogant, but he's confident. And like you said, he, he put his money where his mouth is. He said exactly, I'm going to win. You know, this is what I'm going to do. And then he, as soon as he stepped on the pitch, like not even the goal scoring, but he opened up that game. Um, LAFC's defense, maybe it opened up because, you know, Zlatan was a distraction uh, enough. I'm not sure, but, but just his energy being there, um, it, it put hope into the other players. It, it put energy into them because he's such a, a high ranking player. Like they, they stepped it up, you know, and you got to hand it to LAFC, you know, when you have a six foot five guy coming onto the pitch, um, that they, that they also were trying to, to, you know, keep the ball away from him and get on him and, and, and take him on to get the ball. And so, um, definitely all the other guys stepped it up. So I think, I think his being there, is gonna is gonna bring definitely the the chemistry and then also like I said just open up that game and he I mean he just is a natural um, I want to say leader I mean not to like take away from Ashley Cole or anything like that because I am glad that that he's captain now but um, but definitely when you see when you see, saw him come on the pitch it was like everybody's morale just went up. Yeah, completely. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited to see see where this is going to take LA Galaxy. Um, it's been really, really great to speak to you, Michelle. Um, if you if you're listening to the podcast and you're you're loving um, listening to Michelle, um, you actually you actually write for MLS Female, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes, I'm I'm the official reporter for the LA Galaxy. Tell us a little bit about MLS Female before you go. Um, yes, MLS Female. So is a group of uh, women. We don't have every single woman representing the team. We we just we need some takers. Uh, but uh, we have we have a good amount of ladies, and so it's it's MLS from the female perspective. And you know, I'm seeing now in the media and uh, in, in the soccer in general, like a lot more female fans. Um, but it's still not not very many women are are writing about it and analyzing and you know the whole thing is we're coming from the fans perspective as well so we're not doing total commentating or analyzing um but it's just from our perspective what we see and to contribute and to show that you know that women you know there's always that stereotype that women don't know anything about sports or don't really care and so yeah we're we're defying that we're saying no here we are and we're stepping it up and you know, I'm super grateful for the opportunity. Um, I mean, look, it got me on two podcasts now. And I've been to, you know, Jer- the Jersey launch party and press conferences. I got to interview Jordan Morris. So definitely I feel the respect from the other teams, from the press people that to to welcome us into into uh, to the media world. So I really appreciate it and the support um, from everybody. Uh, and quite rightly so that that you're getting this respect. I mean, we're, we've we've had a great great chat with you on the on the podcast today. Um, it's been great to get your your perspective as well. Um, you certainly certainly know your soccer, and uh, it's been brilliant to have you on MLS UK show. It is wonderful talking to you guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's you're really very, a pleasure. Very welcome. We'll speak to you again soon. Yeah, and I look forward to continue listening to future episodes. The MLS UK Show. Well, thanks for Michelle for joining us. That was a really good chat. I really enjoyed that. Really good. Amazing game. And it's great to chat to her and, and get her perspective because she was actually there rather than just 
watching it on a sofa like we were. <laughs> uh, right, last uh, look at what happened last weekend. Of course, we always have a look and see how our fantasy football teams are doing. Now, last week you were full of it because oh, you'd had a good week. I'd, yes. f- I'd forgotten to do my team. So mm-hmm. I had about two players that actually took to the field, which was a nightmare. And it's given everyone a real jump on me now. Um, but I said, I said I would smash you this week. And I have delivered. Well, you've not really smashed me. That's a bit did of a... I did I get more points than you? You got more points than me, yes, but you didn't smash me. Um, so my team this week, Zussi with his new haircut got me seven points. Uh, Blanco, of course, got me twelve points. He's always going to be in my team, even if he's injured. I'm never going to get rid of him. Other than that, the uh, the rest got me fours and fives. Um, Kaku got me five, so uh, he did well against Orlando, and um, I got fifty points in total. Oh, just just fifty. Yes, just fifty. Oh, I'd I'd have gone for sixty-two. Bit better, really. How did you do? How got you your points? Uh, well, I had Rossi as my captain up top. Oh. Kai Kamara as well. He scored. Uh, Miram with the assist. Kleschen with the assist. Uh, Ashley Cole with the assist. Unbelievable. Um, Higuain played as well, and I even. Managed to have two players that didn't even take to the field, Morrow and Ben Sweat. Oh, that's a lot less than you had last week. Didn't you know? Didn't need them. Just looking to beat you, really. Yeah, no point piling on the misery for you. So yeah, sixty-two points. Well done. Well, that still means you're below me in the overall table. You're seventeenth on two three two points. I'm in eleventh on two hundred and seventy-five points. We'll get there. I, I I need another good week. Yeah, well, you're, what, 40 points behind me? All right. So, uh, you know, you've made up 12. That's a good start. Yep. You'll forget one week, and I'll be back. Well, I might put Zlatan in. He'll just win the league. I tried to put him in this week, but he was unavailable. Oh, what a... I actually actually went to put him in on Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday morning, and it wouldn't let me do it. He was unavailable. Oh. This week he will be. Imagine if I'd had Zlatan. Oh, my God. Zlatan as captain. Oh, my God. He would have been. You know he would have been captain as well. Yeah. Um, Let's look ahead to this week. This week in MLS. Okay, this week in MLS. uh, Another Friday night match. New England Revolution versus Montreal Impact. As we discussed before, New England uh, playing really well after a disappointing start with the defeat to Philadelphia. So... They're now looking, if they win, they can get 10 points from the first is it four or five games. Five games. And this is the thing, Montreal starting to turn it around. Yeah, this is a really interesting game. With Montreal, we, we said, I think it was week two or maybe week three, we said, you know, new manager did a, a poor start. And then we looked and thought, oh, God, they've got Toronto and Seattle to come. They've won both of them games, kept uh, clean sheets as well. So this is going to be an interesting game. I can see a good battle here between the two sides. When I'm on the fence about something, I tend to go with a home win in MLS. So I I would say New England 2-1. But, you know, Montreal, after I say in Remy Gard, he would do it in MLS. I'm kind of hoping that they carry that on so I can play that audio back to you at the end of the season. <laughs> um, this is my game of the week. Atlanta United versus LAFC. Yes, this is on Sky Sports Football here in the UK. I cannot wait for this one, this is going to be huge. This is another uh, for LAFC. They won their first two games and then had LA Galaxy and Atlanta next two games. They were the matches we said that this is going to see where they are as a 
you know, it's a bit harsh to say if you lose this one. Oh, LAFC, it's a flash in the pan. It's the four games into their their life as a football team. But this is going to be an interesting game because Atlanta have, have blown away DC. They've blown away Vancouver at home so far this season. This is going to be a lot tougher. I, I'm i going to go for an LAFC win. Really? Yep. I think they'll score. I think they'll score probably about two, maybe three. I think they've got a better defence than Atlanta. They do. I agree with you. However, with both sides attacking... it's going to be it's, There's going to be about 17 goals in this. I can't wait. Vela versus uh, Martinez. Rossi versus uh, Almiron. It's going to be huge. This is going to be a big game. Hopefully, Atlanta can win. Philadelphia versus San Jose Earthquakes. Two teams are looking to get a win. They're looking to get back on winning ways. Um, I don't really know with this one. I think Philadelphia, as I said, I'd go with a home team. You know, they've got... They're good up front, Philadelphia. Sapong... Um, he he did score opening weekend, but you know since then he's been kind of quiet. What do you reckon with this? Where do you where do you well, think the Philly, points are? Philly have managed uh, until this weekend. Philly have done all right shutting shutting teams out. Um, I'd like to see at home they get back on it, get back to winning ways. But San Jose San Jose are looking like a decent side, yeah. probably better than their results have suggested. Maybe so. Uh, I'm interested to see how this one goes. I, I'm i going to go with a win for the Bimbos on this one. Uh, FC Dallas versus Colorado Rapids. The uh, the battle of the two sides that have kind of... Um, well, we kind of said they're going under the radar a bit. FC Dallas, I know they've drawn two and won, won out of their first three games. But that, that result against Seattle, we just absolutely dominated them. Colorado have done well at home. However, can they do it away? We've got to take it on the road. It's uh, Roland Lamar versus Badgie. Who's going to come out on top? I am going to go for an FC Dallas win here. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, Chicago Fire versus Columbus Crew. Uh, Columbus defeat last week, but Chicago Fire have got to win, right? They need to. I can't see it. I can't see it happening. This will be their third home game out of four. If they don't win this... That's a real bad start from. I can't. I I really, really think Columbus can can go and do this. I think there'll be goals. I think you look at uh, Nikolic up front. You look at uh, the Columbus front line as well with Zardes. It, there's going to be goals in this game. This is every week we say this is going to be a banker for goals. It never happens. <laughs> uh, forget Atlanta LAFC because there will be goals in that one. Chicago Fire v Columbus. That's my game for goals this weekend. Don't listen to him. Uh, RSL versus Vancouver. Vancouver have started really well. I'm going to go another win for Vancouver. Do you reckon? Yep. See, RSL obviously had the the downfall against LAFC, but then kind of proved themselves. And now we're back in the kind of thinking of, can they do it? I'd like to see at home them put up a, a bit of a fight. I hope they can. I hope they can give Vancouver a game, but Vancouver win for me. Yeah, well, well let's uh, let's hope the goalkeeper, uh, Ramondo, at age uh, 247. I think it'll be 248 by the time the game comes ah, on. Ah, right, OK. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully he'll wake up in time for the game. Orlando City versus Portland Timbers. This is also on Sky Sports here in the UK. Sunday evening. I'm glad Sunday evening matches are back. Yeah. We've not had them in a Tell few Tell you weeks. what, this week I'm, I'm a bit of a Formula One freak. Yep. So you get the, the F1 in Bahrain, 
followed by Orlando v Portland Timbers. Oof. Beautiful Sunday. Beautiful. All that after Derby County versus Bolton Wanderers on Saturday. No. No. Uh, um, <laughs> we need to win this. We need to go out and make a statement. And I know in my luck, Fernando Addy's going to score. Oh, I, I, if he scores, I am going to write all over your he's Twitter. He's awful, but we're like five, six games in now. It's, it's, it's about time. You could argue, really, that both teams... This is a big game because both teams really need a win. Yeah. Um, Orlando have got momentum after this weekend. They've got the, they've got the home advantage. Hopefully... Dom's injury, you know, is fully cleared up and he can he can give us 90 minutes and he can show Fernando Addy how to find the net. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, LA Galaxy versus Sporting KC. Sporting KC, until last weekend, were our team of uh, to get goals. It kind of, they only got one last week, but he still won. LA Galaxy with Ibrahimovic. This is going to be a goal fest, surely, right? <laughs> uh... Depends on Zlatan's involvement. Kamara is still capable. Uh, SKC just need to stop leaking goals. I know they've they've kept it tight this week, but still looked a little bit shaky. Yeah, and if there's a team on the road and a player who you do not want to face, yeah. it's Zlatan. So I uh, I think Zlatan. Um, I I think he'll start this weekend. I, I think after last weekend, if he's fit... He was struggling, wasn't he? Yeah, if he's fit, you've got to start him. It wouldn't surprise me if he was sub, and it would not surprise me one bit if he comes off the bench again and gets a goal from <laughs> Yeah, this is where we kind of get to see, you know, in the next couple of weeks where it settles down, you get to see a bit of a rhythm. What are this Galaxy side like with Zlatan? How much can he bring to the team? This is where it starts. This is where he's got to demonstrate it. Let's wait and see. That's on uh, Sunday evening. Well, Monday morning here in the UK at 2am. 2am. Right, that's it from us. Um, Thanks very much for listening. Uh, Thanks for Michelle as well. MLS female uh, are doing some great stuff. To promote women within soccer, as she said, sometimes it can sort of... There's a stereotype against women that, oh, what do they know? They don't know sport. And her knowledge is incredible. So MLS female... Check them out on Twitter, read the articles. But from us, that's it. I'm going to go back to my leftover Paw Patrol Easter egg. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and all of those podcasty things that you listen on. Uh, Thanks very much for listening and your support. And we'll see you again next week. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.